What is really good? Point two point two FM Family Walls Talking Podcast Love Bugs. What is really good? So with everything going on with the election and what we talked about on Tuesday about what's going on with Donald Trump, I decided to just say, hey, let's let it go. I said a lot of stuff, you know, the day before. I'm just going to go ahead and let it go. But then I wake up. And, of course, yet again, I see another campaign from Donald Trump's posse. And, of course, I'm thinking, okay, this is about to be entertaining, but I'm not going to watch it. Because I've seen enough of them happen where you're, like, watching YouTube. And, like, at first when you go on YouTube, they have the little thing up there and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to just avoid it. But then... When you watch the video, you can't avoid it because they have some of the videos where you can't just skip past it. You have to watch the whole doggone thing. And this time, I could have skipped past it. But for some reason, I clicked on it because they were talking about what was going on with Joe Biden and when he had to speak. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, really? And the truth is... I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I feel like everything that's going on this year with this election is just nuts. So today we're going to talk about how I personally feel this whole election is crazy. Yup, crazy. (laughs) After the bristle. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is really good? Point two, point two FM Walls Talking Podcast. How are you guys doing, my love bugs? I hope that you're having a wonderful, blessed, and safe day. Of course, as always, it is Latoya Justice Shari, and I am super excited to be a Jersey B and deliver you this message. Now, today we are talking about the election yet again, and I wanted to say first off. Full disclosure, no matter which side you vote for, even if you don't vote, I feel like it's very important for you to get your voice heard. I do think it's important to vote. But let me just say something right now. Honest to God, I'm going to say something that might not be a popular thing to say, even though I do think you should vote. This is very important. I do think you should vote. But there is a common conundrum. For me, in my brain. And I think I've had this problem for the last few years. But before we get into that conundrum. um, A few days ago, I got a paper in the mail. And why I thought this paper was funny was because 
it reminded me when I read the paper, it reminded me of a TED talk. There was a TED talk that I was watching, um, and this lady was talking about um, ways to get people to do stuff you want them to do. And they said fear is not actually the best way to motivate people to do stuff. There are two ways she talked about, which is the um, basically a compliment sandwich. You compliment somebody and you tell them something that they want to hear. So that way they'll want to do something you want you want them to do. And then there is the competition where you tell somebody something to make them feel like they're not ranking as high or you make them feel like they're ranking higher so they'll want to go even harder so she was talking about getting this paper in the mail and how they were rating people in her neighborhood for something and she got like an like a a or a b and she was you know proud of that and she hung it up on her refrigerator because she's she does this type of research in her own field of work but then she thought about ways to to try to make herself get higher than a which is like okay cool but the reason why this relates to the paper that i got in the mail is because the paper i got in the mail was talking about voting and where i ranked on the scale of how i've been voting in the last few elections that we had and it made me laugh and think about that but then it also made me think about reasons why people might not want to vote that I can understand I honestly could I believe that there are so many reasons why people should vote but there are so many reasons why I would understand a person not voting because it's kind of like this There are reasons why you should vote, like because of the fact that you're a woman and you didn't get the chance to vote before. There are reasons why you should vote because you're a African-American or a minority who didn't get the chance to vote before. And so now you have your voice and opportunity. But the problem with that is it makes you wonder, is it really your voice? Are you voting for someone because they're a Democrat and because this is who your family voted for and it's the right thing to do because of the vote or die movement and everybody bringing it up? Or is it something bigger than that? Is it like a real ploy to get people to vote for people on the campaign, whether it's someone they want to vote for or not. Because the truth is, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I did vote. I voted. I voted. Because, I mean, to me, it is a big deal to vote. But the reason why I was really like, hmm, I know I'm going to vote this year because I think it. I need to vote. But the reason why I kept thinking to myself, This is going to be a bunch of bull crap. In the end, it's going to be a bunch of crap. No matter who is president this year, I'm not going to like them. I don't care who I voted for. I'm still probably not going to like them because it's just a bunch of bull. And it's because they don't really relate to my story. I'm a woman and I'm a black woman. And... I I know that it's not just that, but it's bigger than that. It's like, where do I rank on the same level as their lifestyle? Like, 
sometimes people get stuck in their own way where they're living their own lives and they can't relate to the people. And I, for one, think that a lot of the people who the people who we have up who are the most popular votes may not relate to the people as well as I would like. And one of the reasons why I think is, look at how, and I'm not saying this is really a bad factor, but I'm saying that look at how much older they are than a lot of the presidents. I mean, Donald Trump is 74 and Joe Biden is 77. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because if you can do your thing at 74 and 77, respect. But we have one president who him and his wife had the coronavirus, and we have another president who was reading off a teleprompter. I mean, it's like you can't win for losing. But there is the world saying, well, you should do your civic duty and vote. Okay, okay. But it seems like almost you're voting for the lesser evil. I'm just saying, I'm just being honest, because either way... There are a lot of things that are not making sense to me, okay? You know, like, but at the end of the day, I'm still feeling some type of way. Like, I don't understand why Joe Biden has to read off a teleprompter. I don't get it. I don't understand. And I don't understand why, after everything that has been said over the past four years with Donald Trump, None of his people checked him about a lot of stuff that he said. I mean, this is supposed to be his posse. These are supposed to be the people that get him together to represent the United States. And he said a lot of things over the years that I would, that I thought to myself, why? Why would why would you say that? Why would you say that you're the president? You got to think about all the other presidents, whether you've liked them or not, have never been so outspoken like my man Donald Trump. He just says whatever he feels. He's he's almost whimsical in a sense. He just goes ahead, go, go ahead and just says whatever he feels like he's not the president. Like he's like just like like a YouTuber. Legit feels <laughs> He could just, not even a YouTuber, because you can't even say whatever you want as a YouTuber. It's just, I don't know, so he's on that platform, and people are listening to him, and he's just going to go ahead and just shoot it all. Like, just, I'm like, dude, really? Why are you saying all this stuff? Because it's just a lot. And then we got to think about the fact, and another thing that annoys me is that, I hate when people come to you and hit you with that vote or die. And then you look at the people that are up there and you're like, I don't want. That's like, to me, I'm just being honest. To me, to me, and I'm going to say this. To me, it feels like someone coming up to you and saying, (laughs) The school lunch toys. And you know you don't want neither one of those lunches. But you know you're going to be hungry if you don't eat. But in this case, you're not going to be hungry. It's like, eh, I'm good. 
I'm good. Because you already, you brought you a lunch with you. You feel like you good for yourself. But they're going to be like, no, you still have to choose a lunch. I don't want it. You giving me a choice between PB&J and Mystery Me? I don't want neither one of them. I don't want that. I don't want no PB&J. For one, I don't want it. I don't want it. I oof, I don't want that. Mm-mm. And it's whole wheat PB&J? Oh, no. Good God. No, please let it go, God. Ugh. And then you want me to have mystery meat. It's probably all, ugh. I don't want that, honey. Mm-mm. No, sir. I don't want that. And then the other person back. I don't know. I don't know what that other option is. I don't. It's just how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. You know, and it's like, it's your duty to vote. <laughs> you know, and I think it, I think one of the biggest reasons why it's so important is because you have other countries who cannot vote. And, it, and you know, we have the privilege to vote and pick and choose people um, who are running. You know, it's not like, you know... Donald Trump is the president, and then his son will be the president, and then his son's sons will be the president, unless somebody kicks him out. It's like, it is what it is. You know, you you have those options. But honestly, I feel like the way we want our world to head, the changes that we want our world to have, the the equal opportunities that we need to make a real transformation happen in the United States, we need presidents who understand that. I'm not saying that Donald Trump or Joe Biden or the other presidential choice doesn't understand that. But let's just be frank. Who we really are talking about right now is Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And I don't think they understand that. I'm saying we need a president who I hate to say is younger, at least 55, 60, I feel like. I just really do. And it's not because their age that they can't do the job. I think it's because the time that they grew up in, they are so stuck to it. I've met people who are in their 70s, and they it you can't even, it feels like they were more millennials than they were 70s. But the time, the the mindset of Joe Biden and Donald Trump does not seem like it could relate to a lot of the people. Like, Joe Biden seemed like his mind is gone. Like, he just, you know, stuck. <laughs> and I don't blame him. If I could stay in my basement all day long and only come out when I felt like it, I would do it. You know? <sighs> Possibly. Possibly. I would do that. I don't think I could do that. It's just a lot. Just being in the basement all the time. You know. In the basement. Basement. Probably no no lights. Nothing. No. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want. No. Thank you. Thank you. Please. I'm going to go back upstairs. Thank you. But I do understand where he's coming from. He is an older gentleman. This man is 77. Well, people don't. What people fail to realize is he's 77. He's in the age demographic for people to get the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but the truth is anybody can get it, bro. 
Anybody can get the coronavirus. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how far away you stay. It doesn't matter how cooped up you are in your house. If you go out, you're going to have to go outside to get rations. Unless you have a bunker somewhere with all the food that you need for the next 10 years, bro, you're, you're, you're putting yourself at risk every time you walk out that door. Every time. Every, I don't care if you're outside. Like, people, like, I've heard the most, just so much stuff from people. Like, no, they say that when you go outside, you're going to be safe. And then they'll turn around six months later and say something else. You know, so it's like, you don't know. Don't tell me what you know. This is not proven, tested, and true. This is just stuff we're going flying off the cuff with. So I can understand why that man wants to stay up in his little basement, chilling and kicking it for, you know, the next, I don't know how long he's, uh, 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 whatever. I can get that. I get it. But I still don't feel like he relates to me personally because his, 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 his voice isn't being heard. You're giving me somebody else's voice off of a teleprompter. That does something to me. It does. I do think... I do think that there needs to be a woman who runs for president, for real, for real, who is more relatable. I'm not talking about Hillary Rodham Clinton, per se, as a bad woman president, but women tend to be creatures of habit. We need a relatable person. We need to be able to feel you. Like, that's the one thing when it comes... Like, if women don't like you, that's a problem. Like, women want to vote for you because you are a woman, but at the same time, we're like, eh. Eh. And that's one big thing about when women are, you know, women, women will come at you if you use the B word and we will swarm together and we will have a whole you know what I'm saying we will get at you if you say the B word but if when it comes to certain things when when we're watching YouTube if we're watching YouTube we want to watch the woman we want to be like whether she looks beautiful and glamorous all the time or she is um, just you know, a regular woman. She needs to have a personality that makes us think, gosh, I want to be like her. Whereas a man, you don't have to want to be like him. You just have to want to be him for a man. Or you have to want to be like, yo, I can see him as my bro. Women are kind of like that, but we have to feel like like we would actually want to like literally be that person like we could we we have to feel she's relatable we have to feel like she's a sister or a mom or a cousin who we really look up to and admire because if not we're just like uh. and I guess that's why maybe Hillary did not get it that and some other stuff I'm guessing but I mean I, I thought she was going to get it. I really did. I thought she was over Trump. I did. But she didn't. 
unfortunately. But now I feel like we're at this point in the world where things are getting crazy and it is going to affect everything who is the president, as it always has and as it always will. But this is nuts. I'm going to take a short bristle and then I'm come back, talk a little bit more about these subjects. See what comes off and pops off. What is good? We are back. Thank you from for coming back from the Brizzle with us. Um, for me, I just want to say, I just want to make this clear. I have no room, no room to judge any person as a president, um, as a leader, you know, as a human being. I make failures happen every single day, you know. As a parent, I am a human being that does things that I have to learn from every second of the day. And I think all of us have those issues. So we can't really agonize and scrutinize over somebody else's mistakes. Because we're going to make our own. It's, you know, and I'm not going to say mistakes in somebody else's mindset, in somebody else's eye. I'm saying mistakes because, I mean, sometimes the mistake is in the eye of the beholder. Just like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, the mistake is literally in the eye of the beholder. Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes stuff is just not going to work for the life that we live. Um, But I think that I understand whomever has ever run for president is a president, sorry, it is a big deal. It's a big deal to be the president. It's a big deal to be the first woman president or the first African-American president or the first president in Missouri or Texas or wherever state you're from. It's a very big deal. It's huge. And it's a big deal to be an a entrepreneurial president, someone who didn't go to school for justice and, you know, trying to affect the changes that be but went to school more than likely I can't really say for sure because I haven't done my research so don't quote me on it but I'm I'm pretty sure he went to school for business or something like that Donald Trump and it's a big deal to do that it's a big deal to go from being you know a entrepreneur to being the president and an entrepreneur yeah I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm getting sleepy Um, but yeah, I really feel like, I really feel like it's very important for us to understand that. Like, as much as we can sit there and put all the blame on the president, because it's easy to put the blame on somebody else. It really is. It really is easy to put the blame on somebody else. I challenge you to go out and vote. If you don't vote. I'm not going to be mad. I really feel like that's your choice to go vote. I think you should vote. Um, but do I feel like if you don't vote, it's going to make the world go crazy? No, I'm just being honest with you. Because the reality is the president can only do so much. Congress can only do but so much. It doesn't matter which president you pick. It doesn't, I mean, people try to make it seem like if I vote for Trump, the world is going to be a better place. If I vote for Biden, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you vote for Obama, even though I love me some Obamas. 
and Michelle in the White House, them two was my jam. No peanut butter. But I do feel like it doesn't matter who you vote for because they are human beings. And whoever is in the Senate, whoever is in the White House, they can only do so much. Effective change comes within communities and cities and making and implementing plans within those communities and cities to make it better. It comes it comes with brotherhood and sisterhood and understanding and trying to figure out a way to make it better during this time and any other time. It doesn't matter if it was the coronavirus or it was the world as we knew it a year ago. We have to make plans for things to change and it may take years. It may take decades. You might start on a plan now and you may be 24 and it may not be effective until you're 44. But you have to put in the work and understand that it takes time. It might not be effective until you're 64. But if you're putting in the work and you're staying in touch with the people in these communities, the youth, the youth, the elderly, the people who are sick, the people who are who are young, who are rich, who are poor, and you're really digging deep and sacrificing and understanding what the needs are of the people of the community and falling in love with your community, essentially being the Leslie Nope of your community, in a sense. I mean, you don't have to go and do all those things, but really just staying tuned and understanding that there that, that for things to happen. For change to happen in your community, you have to do it within your community. Your people have to do it within your community because it's not all on the president. It just isn't. It will never be all on the president. It will never be all on the Congress. It never will be all on the leaders of the world or the role models of the world or even the parents. It takes a village to raise a child just like it takes the world it takes the world to raise each community you literally have to think about every individual with empathy and understanding and and know that people have dreams and they have nightmares and they have sickness and they have issues and they have depression and they have drama and they have community issues where where they're poor, where there's lack of funding, where they need volunteers, where they may need a health center or a health center or a community center, where they need a children's center, where they need volunteers, where they need school workers, where they need babysitters for parents who work late at nights because that's the only job they can find at the moment. They really need all those things. So there's essentially bigger problems than who's the president right now it is really yes the united states is a country and we look to the president to do a lot of big big picture changes but day to day that is your community and that is why you have to be actively involved within your community so essentially Find a way to build the block. Well, I am going to take a short bristle and then we are going to close out the show. 
and boom roasted <laughs> all right what is good point two point two what is good my love bugs we are closing out yet another show and i'm so thankful to you guys today we are talking about the election yes yet again we are talking about it we talked about it on tuesday and today wednesday we're talking about it again but i want to put in there really really strongly i don't know why i did that people do that but i want to put in there really 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 fast that well maybe not fast that expecting change to come without putting in the work is an issue faith without works is dead if you do not vote if you do not vote then you have to realize that there's only so much you can say about the president. You cannot say anything about if you did not try to pick a president. But there is something else that you have to realize as well. You cannot get mad at what's going on with your community, with the funding, with everything that's going down if you're not going to volunteer. If you're not going to write Congress, if you're not going to put together a neighborhood watch and community reach reach meetings and and make out plans and and write your mayor and get involved with what's going on within your communities it's so important because it doesn't matter if you're rich if you're poor if you live in north new jersey if you live in philadelphia born raised on the playground that's where you spent most of your days it doesn't matter It doesn't matter if you're in Atlanta. It doesn't matter if you're in Orlando. It doesn't matter if you're in Houston or Chi-Town or if you're in a flat in London, England. It doesn't matter if you're in Britain. It doesn't matter if you're in Zimbabwe. It doesn't matter if you're in Japan. It really matters that you're putting in effective change to help things to happen. I believe it and I believe to achieve it. You must put in the works. Literally, faith without works is dead. So, remember that. Alright? You only put so much on the president. And I just believe that no matter what happens, we have to come together as a nation, as a world, to be... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. To be changed. So remember that and also remember that no matter what happens this is our world this is our country these are our people and no matter how we got here no matter what happens we have to love the people on this earth and if you love what you have you have everything you need until next time you guys i'm gonna wrap it up like a face mask please stay safe please use precaution um i don't know if you want to live in a basement as an extreme but just just stay safe until next time you guys love you so much smooches peace thank you for listening to the point two point two fm wall talking podcast with your host latoya justice shari and your co-host king nas We appreciate you listening and we heart you, fam. 
But don't forget to check out the Instagram. Point two point two Walls Talking Podcast. And our Twitter. Twitter lately. Smooches. Peace. Until next time.